book six of the iliad by homer translated by alexander pope this librivox recording is in the public domain argument the episodes of glaucus and diomede and of hector and andromache the gods having left the field the grecians prevail helenus the chief augur of troy commands hector to return to the city in order to appoint a solemn procession of the queen and the trojan matrons to the temple of minerva to entreat her to remove diomede from the fight the battle relaxing during the absence of hector glaucus and diomede have an interview between the two armies where coming to the knowledge of the friendship and hospitality passed between their ancestors they make exchange of their arms hector having performed the orders of helenus prevails upon paris to return to the battle and taking a tender leave of his wife andromache hastens again to the field the scene is first in the field of battle between the river samois and scamander and then changes to troy now heaven forsakes the fight the immortals yield to human force and human skill the field dark showers of javelins fly from foes to foes now here now there the tide of combat flows while troy's famed streams that bound the deathful plain on either side run purple to the main great ajax first to conquest led the way broke the thick ranks and turned the doubtful day the thracian acamas his falchion found and hewed the enormous giant to the ground his thundering arm a deadly stroke impressed where the black horsehair nodded o'er his crest fixed in his front the brazen weapon lies and seals in endless shades his swimming eyes next teuthras son disdained the sands with blood axylus hospitable rich and good in fair arisbus walls his native place he held his seat a friend to human race fast by the road his ever open door obliged the wealthy and relieved the poor to stern tydides now he falls a prey no friend to guard him in the dreadful day breathless the good man fell and by his side his faithful servant old calesius died by great euryalus was drason slain and next he laid opheltius on the plain two twins were near bold beautiful and young from a fair naiad and bucolion sprung laomedon's white flocks bucolion fed that monarch's first-born by a foreign bed in secret woods he won the naiad's grace and two fair infants crowned his strong embrace here dead they lay in all their youthful charms the ruthless victor stripped their shining arms astyalus by polypetes fell ulysses spear pedides sent to hell by teucer's shaft brave aretion bled and nestor's son laid stern ablerus dead great agamemnon leader of the brave the mortal wound of rich elatus gave who held in pedasus his proud abode and tilled the banks where silver satnioas flowed melanthius by eurypylus was slain and phylacus from leatus flies in vain unblessed adrastus next at mercy lies beneath the spartan spear a living prize scared with the din and tumult of the fight his headlong steeds precipitate in flight rushed on a tamarisk's strong trunk and broke the shattered chariot from the crooked yoke wide o'er the field resistless as the wind for troy they fly and leave their lord behind 
prone on his face he sinks beside the wheel atrides o'er him shakes his vengeful steel the fallen chief in suppliant posture pressed the victor's knees and thus his prayer addressed o oh, spare my youth and for the life i owe large gifts of price my father shall bestow when fame shall tell that not in battle slain thy hollow ships his captive son detain rich heaps of brass shall in thy tent be told and steel well tempered and persuasive gold he said compassion touched the hero's heart he stood suspended with the lifted dart as pity pleaded for his vanquished prize stern agamemnon swift to vengeance flies and furious thus o oh, impotent of mind shall these shall these atrides mercy find well hast thou known proud troy's perfidious land and well her natives merit at thy hand not one of all the race nor sex nor age shall save a trojan from our boundless rage ilion shall perish whole and bury all her babes her infants at the breast shall fall a dreadful lesson of exampled fate to warn the nations and to curb the great the monarch spoke the words with warmth addressed to rigid justice steeled his brother's breast fierce from his knees the hapless chief he thrust the monarch's javelin stretched him in the dust then pressing with his foot his panting heart forth from the slain he tugged the reeking dart old nestor saw and roused the warrior's rage thus heroes thus the vigorous combat wage no son of mars descend for servile gains to touch the booty while a foe remains behold yon glittering host your future spoil first gain the conquest then reward the toil and now had greece eternal fame acquired and frighted troy within her walls retired had not sage helenus her state redressed taught by the gods that moved his sacred breast where hector stood with great aeneas joined the seer revealed the counsels of his mind ye generous chiefs on whom the immortals lay the cares and glories of this doubtful day on whom your aids your country's hopes depend wise to consult and active to defend here at our gates your brave efforts unite turn back the routed and forbid the flight ere yet their wives soft arms the cowards gain the sport and insult of the hostile train when your commands have heartened every band ourselves here fixed will make the dangerous stand pressed as we are and sore of former fight these straits demand our last remains of might meanwhile thou hector to the town retire and teach our mother what the gods require direct the queen to lead the assembled train of troy's chief matrons to minerva's fane unbar the sacred gates and seek the power with offered vows in ilion's topmost tower the largest mantle her rich wardrobes hold most prized for art and labored o'er with gold before the goddess honored knees be spread and twelve young heifers to her altars led if so the power atoned by fervent prayer our wives our infants and our city spare and far avert tydides wasteful ire that mows whole troops and makes all troy retire not thus achilles taught our hosts to dread sprung though he was from more than mortal bed 
not thus resistless ruled the stream of fight in rage unbounded and unmatched in might hector obedient heard and with a bound leaped from his trembling chariot to the ground through all his host inspiring force he flies and bids the thunder of the battle rise with rage recruited the bold trojans glow and turn the tide of conflict on the foe fierce in the front he shakes two dazzling spears all greece recedes and midst her triumphs fears some god they thought who ruled the fate of wars shot down avenging from the vault of stars then thus aloud ye dauntless dardans hear and you whom distant nations send to war be mindful of the strength your fathers bore be still yourselves and hector asks no more one hour demands me in the trojan wall to bid our altars flame and victims fall nor shall i trust the matron's holy train and reverend elders seek the gods in vain this said with ample strides the hero passed the shield's large orb behind his shoulder cast his neck o'ershading to his ankle hung and as he marched the brazen buckler rung now paused the battle godlike hector gone where daring glaucus and great tydeus son between both armies met the chiefs from far observed each other and had marked for war near as they drew tydides thus began what art thou boldest of the race of man our eyes tell now that aspect ne'er beheld where fame is reaped amid the embattled field yet far before the troops thou darest appear and meet a lance the fiercest heroes fear unhappy they and born of luckless sires who tempt our fury when minerva fires but if from heaven celestial thou descend know with immortals we no more contend not long lycurgus viewed the golden light that daring man who mixed with gods in fight bacchus and bacchus votaries he drove with brandished steel from nice's sacred grove their consecrated spears lay scattered round with curling vines and twisted ivy bound while bacchus headlong sought the briny flood and thetis arms received the trembling god nor failed the crime the immortals wrath to move the immortals blessed with endless ease above deprived of sight by their avenging doom cheerless he breathed and wandered in the gloom then sunk unpitied to the dire abodes a wretch accursed and hated by the gods i brave not heaven but if the fruits of earth sustain thy life and human be thy birth bold as thou art too prodigal of breath approach and enter the dark gates of death what or from whence i am or who my sire replied the chief can tydeus son inquire like leaves on trees the race of man is found now green in youth now withering on the ground another race the following spring supplies they fall successive and successive rise so generations in their course decay so flourish these when those are passed away but if thou still persist to search my birth then hear a tale that fills the spacious earth a city stands on argos utmost bound argos the fair for warlike steeds renowned aeolian sisyphus with wisdom blessed in ancient time the happy wall possessed then called ephora glaucus was his son great glaucus father of bellerophon who o'er the sons of men in beauty shined loved for that valour which preserves mankind then mighty praetus argus sceptre swayed 
whose hard commands bellerophon obeyed with direful jealousy the monarch raged and the brave prince in numerous toils engaged for him antia burned with lawless flame and strove to tempt him from the paths of fame in vain she tempted the relentless youth endued with wisdom sacred fear and truth fired at his scorn the queen to praetus fled and begged revenge for her insulted bed incensed he heard resolving on his fate but hospitable laws restrained his hate to lycia the devoted youth he sent with tablets sealed that told his dire intent now blessed by every power who guards the good the chief arrived at xanthus silver flood there lycia's monarch paid him honours due nine days he feasted and nine bulls he slew but when the tenth bright morning orient glowed the faithful youth his monarch's mandate showed the fatal tablets till that instant sealed the deathful secret to the king revealed first dire chimera's conquest was enjoined a mingled monster of no mortal kind behind a dragon's fiery tail was spread a goat's rough body bore a lion's head her pitchy nostrils flaky flames expire her gaping throat emits infernal fire this pest he slaughtered for he read the skies and trusted heaven's informing prodigies then met in arms the solomian crew fiercest of men and those the warrior slew next the bold amazons whole force defied and conquered still for heaven was on his side nor ended here his toils his lycian foes at his return a treacherous ambush rose with levelled spears along the winding shore there fell they breathless and returned no more at length the monarch with repentant grief confessed the gods and god-descended chief his daughter gave the stranger to detain with half the honours of his ample reign the lycians grant a chosen space of ground with woods with vineyards and with harvests crowned there long the chief his happy lot possessed with two brave sons and one fair daughter blessed fair e'en in heavenly eyes her fruitful love crowned with sarpedon's birth the embrace of jove but when at last distracted in his mind forsook by heaven forsaking humankind wide o'er the elean field he chose to stray a long forlorn uncomfortable way woes heaped on woes consumed his wasted heart his beauteous daughter fell by phoebe's dart his eldest-born by raging mars was slain in combat on the solomon plain hippolycus survived from him i came the honoured author of my birth and name by his decree i sought the trojan town by his instructions learned to win renown to stand the first in worth as in command to add new honours to my native land before my eyes my mighty sires to place and emulate the glories of our race he spoke and transport filled tydides heart in earth the generous warrior fixed his dart then friendly thus the lycian prince addressed welcome my brave hereditary guest thus ever let us meet with kind embrace nor stain the sacred friendship of our race no chief our grandsires have been guests of old Aeneas the strong bellerophon the bold our ancient seat his honoured presence graced where twenty days in genial rites he passed the parting heroes mutual presence left 
a golden goblet was thy grandsire's gift Aeneus a belt of matchless work bestowed that rich with tyrian dye refulgent glowed this from his pledge i learned which safely stored among my treasures still adorns my board for tydeus left me young when thebes wall beheld the sons of greece untimely fall mindful of this in friendship let us join if heaven our steps to foreign lands incline my guest in argos thou and i in lycia thine enough of trojans to this lance shall yield in the full harvest of yon ample field enough of greeks shall dye thy spear with gore but thou and diomede be foes no more now change we arms and prove to either host we guard the friendship of the line we boast thus having said the gallant chiefs alight their hands they join their mutual faith they plight brave glaucus then each narrow thought resigned jove warmed his bosom and enlarged his mind for diomede's brass arms of mean device for which nine oxen paid a vulgar price he gave his own of gold divinely wrought a hundred beeves the shining purchase bought meantime the guardian of the trojan state great hector entered at the scian gate beneath the beech-tree's consecrated shades the trojan matrons and the trojan maids around him flocked all pressed with pious care for husbands brothers sons engaged in war he bids the train in long procession go and seek the gods to avert the impending woe and now to priam's stately courts he came raised on arched columns of stupendous frame o'er these a range of marble structure runs the rich pavilions of his fifty sons in fifty chambers lodged and rooms of state opposed to those were priam's daughters sate twelve domes for them and their loved spouses shone of equal beauty and of polished stone hither great hector passed nor passed unseen of royal hecuba his mother queen with her laodice whose beauteous face surpassed the nymphs of troy's illustrious race long in a strict embrace she held her son and pressed his hand and tender thus begun o hector say what great occasion calls my son from fight when greece surrounds our walls com'st thou to supplicate the almighty power with lifted hands from ilion's lofty tower stay till i bring the cup with bacchus crowned in jove's high name to sprinkle on the ground and pay due vows to all the gods around then with a plenteous draught refresh thy soul and draw new spirits from the generous bowl spent as thou art with long laborious fight the brave defender of thy country's right far hence be bacchus gifts the chief rejoined in flaming wine pernicious to mankind unnerves the limbs and dulls the noble mind let chiefs abstain and spare the sacred juice to sprinkle to the gods its better use by me that holy office were profaned ill fits it me with human gore disdained to the pure skies these horrid hands to raise or offer heaven's great sire polluted praise you with your matrons go a spotless train and burn rich odours in minerva's fane the largest mantle your full wardrobes hold most prized for art and laboured o'er with gold before the goddess honoured knees be spread and twelve young heifers to her altar led so may the power atoned by fervent prayer our wives our infants and our cities bear 
and far avert tydides wasteful ire who mows whole troops and makes all troy retire be this o mother your religious care i go to rouse soft paris to the war if yet not lost to all the sense of shame the recreant warrior hear the voice of fame o oh, would kind earth the hateful wretch embrace that pest of troy that ruin of our race deep to the dark abyss might he descend troy yet should flourish and my sorrows end this heard she gave command and summoned came each noble matron and illustrious dame the phrygian queen to her rich wardrobe went where treasured odours breathed a costly scent there lay the vestures of no vulgar art sidonian maids embroidered every part whom from soft sidon youthful paris bore with helen touching on the tyrian shore here as the queen revolved with careful eyes the various textures and the various dyes she chose a veil that shone superior far and glowed refulgent as the morning star herself with this the long procession leads the train majestically slow proceeds soon as to ilion's topmost tower they come and awful reach the high palladian dome antenor's concert fair theano waits as pallas priestess and unbars the gates with hands uplifted and imploring eyes they fill the dome with supplicating cries the priestess then the shining veil displays placed on minerva's knees and thus she prays o awful goddess ever dreadful maid troy's strong defence unconquered pallas aid break thou tydides spear and let him fall prone on the dust before the trojan wall so twelve young heifers guiltless of the yoke shall fill thy temple with a grateful smoke but thou atoned by penitence and prayer ourselves our infants and our city spare so prayed the priestess in her holy fane so vowed the matrons but they vowed in vain while these appear before the power with prayers hector to paris lofty dome repairs himself the mansion raised from every part assembling architects of matchless art near priam's court and hector's palace stands the pompous structure and the town commands a spear the hero bore of wondrous strength of full ten cubits was the lance's length the steely point with golden ringlets joined before him brandished at each motion shined thus entering in the glittering rooms he found his brother chief whose useless arms lay round his eyes delighting with their splendid show brightening the shield and polishing the bow beside him helen with her virgin stands guides their rich labours and instructs their hands him thus inactive with an ardent look the prince beheld and high resenting spoke thy hate to troy is this the time to show o wretch ill-fated and thy country's foe paris and greece against us both conspire thy close resentment and their vengeful ire for thee great ilion's guardian heroes fall till heaps of dead alone defend her wall for thee the soldier bleeds the matron mourns and wasteful war in all its fury burns ungrateful man deserves not this thy care our troops to hearten and our toils to share rise or behold the conquering flames ascend and all the phrygian glories at an end brother tis just replied the beauteous youth thy free remonstrance proves thy worth and truth 
yet charge my absence lass o generous chief on hate to troy then conscious shame and grief here hid from human eyes thy brother sate and mourned in secret his and aelian's fate tis now enough now glory spreads her charms and beauteous helen calls her chief to arms conquest to-day my happier sword may bless tis man's to fight but heaven's to give success but while i arm contain thy ardent mind or go and paris shall not lag behind he said nor answered priam's warlike son when helen thus with lowly grace begun o generous brother if the guilty dame that caused these woes deserve a sister's name would heaven ere all these dreadful deeds were done the day that showed me to the golden sun had seen my death why did not whirlwinds bear the fatal infant to the fowls of air why sunk i not beneath the whelming tide and midst the roarings of the waters died heaven filled up all my ills and i accursed bore all and paris of those ills the worst helen at least a braver spouse might claim warmed with some virtue some regard of fame now tired with toils thy fainting limbs recline with toils sustained for paris sake and mine the gods have linked our miserable doom our present woe and infamy to come wide shall it spread and last through ages long example sad and theme of future song the chief replied this time forbids to rest the trojan bands by hostile fury pressed demand their hector and his arm require the combat urges and my soul's on fire urge thou thy knight to march where glory calls and timely join me ere i leave the walls ere yet i mingle in the direful fray my wife my infant claim a moment's stay this day perhaps the last that sees me here demands a parting word a tender tear this day some god who hates our trojan land may vanquish hector by a grecian hand he said and passed with sad presaging heart to seek his spouse his soul's far dearer part at home he sought her but he sought in vain she with one maid of all her menial train had hence retired and with her second joy the young astyanax the hope of troy pensive she stood on aelian's towery height beheld the war and sickened at the sight there her sad eyes in vain her lord explore or weep the wounds her bleeding country bore but he who found not whom his soul desired whose virtue charmed him as her beauty fired stood in the gates and asked what way she bent her parting step if to the fane she went where late the morning matrons made resort or sought her sisters in the trojan court not to the court replied the attendant train nor mixed with matrons to minerva's fane to aelian's steepy tower she bent her way to mark the fortunes of the doubtful day troy fled she heard before the grecian sword she heard and trembled for her absent lord distracted with surprise she seemed to fly fear on her cheek and sorrow in her eye the nurse attended with her infant boy the young astyanax the hope of troy hector this heard returned without delay swift through the town he trod his former way through streets of palaces and walks of state and met the mourner at the scion gate with haste to meet him sprung the joyful fair his blameless wife aetion's wealthy heir sicilian thebe great aetion swayed and hippoplacus wide extended shade the nurse stood near in whose embraces pressed his only hope 
hung smiling at her breast whom each soft charm and early grace adorn fair as the new-born star that gilds the morn to this loved infant hector gave the name scamandrius from scamander's honoured stream astyanax the trojans called the boy from his great father the defence of troy silent the warrior smiled and pleased resigned to tender passions all his mighty mind his beauteous princess cast a mournful look hung on his hand and then dejected spoke her bosom laboured with a boding sigh and the big tear stood trembling in her eye too daring prince ah whither dost thou run ah too forgetful of thy wife and son and think'st thou not how wretched we shall be a widow i a helpless orphan he for sure such courage length of life denies and thou must fall thy virtues sacrifice greece in her single heroes strove in vain now hosts oppose thee and thou must be slain o oh, grant me gods ere hector meets his doom all i can ask of heaven an early tomb so shall my days in one sad tenor run and end with sorrows as they first begun no parent now remains my griefs to share no father's aid no mother's tender care the fierce achilles wrapped our walls in fire laid thebe waste and slew my warlike sire his fate compassion in the victor bred stern as he was he yet revered the dead his radiant arms preserved from hostile spoil and laid him decent on the funeral pile then raised a mountain where his bones were burned the mountain nymphs the rural tomb adorned jove's sylvan daughters bade their elms bestow a barren shade and in his honour grow by the same arm my seven brave brothers fell in one sad day beheld the gates of hell while the fat herds and snowy flocks they fed amid their fields the hapless heroes bled my mother lived to wear the victor's bands the queen of hippoplacia's sylvan lands redeemed too late she scarce beheld again her pleasing empire and her native plain when ah oppressed by life-consuming woe she fell a victim to diana's bow yet while my hector still survives i see my father mother brethren all in thee alas my parents brothers kindred all once more will perish if my hector fall thy wife thy infant in thy danger share oh prove a husband's and a father's care that quarter most the skilful greeks annoy where yon wild fig-trees join the wall of troy thou from this tower defend the important post there agamemnon points his dreadful host that past tydides ajax strive to gain and there the vengeful spartan fires his train thrice our bold foes the fierce attack have given or led by hopes or dictated from heaven let others in the field their arms employ but stay my hector here and guard his troy the chief replied that post shall be my care not that alone but all the works of war how would the sons of troy in arms renowned and troy's proud dames whose garments sweep the ground attaint the lustre of my former name should hector basely quit the field of fame my early youth was bred to martial pains my soul impels me to the embattled plains let me be foremost to defend the throne and guard my father's glories and my own yet come it will the day decreed by fates 
how my heart trembles while my tongue relates the day when thou imperial troy must bend and see thy warriors fall thy glories end and yet no dire presage so wounds my mind my mother's death the ruin of my kind not priam's hoary hairs defiled with gore not all my brothers gasping on the shore as thine andromache thy griefs i dread i see thee trembling weeping captive led in argive looms our battles to design and woes of which so large a part was thine to bear the victor's hard commands or bring the weight of waters from hyperia's spring there while you groan beneath the load of life they cry behold the mighty hector's wife some haughty greek who lives thy tears to see embitters all thy woes by naming me the thoughts of glory past and present shame a thousand griefs shall waken at the name may i lie cold before that dreadful day pressed with a load of monumental clay thy hector wrapped in everlasting sleep shall neither hear thee sigh nor see thee weep thus having spoke the illustrious chief of troy stretched his fond arms to clasp the lovely boy the babe clung crying to his nurse's breast scared at the dazzling helm and nodding crest with secret pleasure each fond parent smiled and hector hasted to relieve his child the glittering terrors from his brows unbound and placed the beaming helmet on the ground then kissed the child and lifting high in air thus to the gods preferred a father's prayer o thou whose glory fills the ethereal throne and all ye deathless powers protect my son grant him like me to purchase just renown to guard the trojans to defend the crown against his country's foes the war to wage and rise the hector of the future age so when triumphant from successful toils of heroes slain he bears the reeking spoils whole hosts may hail him with deserved acclaim and say this chief transcends his father's fame while pleased amidst the general shouts of troy his mother's conscious heart o'erflows with joy he spoke and fondly gazing on her charms restored the pleasing burden to her arms soft on her fragrant breast the babe she laid hushed to repose and with a smile surveyed the troubled pleasure soon chastised by fear she mingled with a smile a tender tear the softened chief with kind compassion viewed and dried the falling drops and thus pursued andromache my soul's far better part why with untimely sorrows heaves thy heart no hostile hand can antedate my doom till fate condemns me to the silent tomb fixed is the term to all the race of earth and such the hard condition of our birth no force can then resist no flight can save all sink alike the fearful and the brave no more but hasten to thy tasks at home there guide the spindle and direct the loom me glory summons to the martial scene the field of combat is the sphere for men where heroes war the foremost place i claim the first in danger as the first in fame thus having said the glorious chief resumes his towery helmet black with shading plumes his princess parts with a prophetic sigh unwilling parts and oft reverts her eye that streamed at every look then moving slow sought her own palace and indulged her woe there 
while her tears deplored the godlike man through all her train the soft infection ran the pious maids their mingled sorrows shed and mourn the living hector as the dead but now no longer deaf to honour's call forth issues paris from the palace wall in brazen arms that cast a gleamy ray swift through the town the warrior bends his way the wanton courser thus with reins unbound breaks from his stall and beats the trembling ground pampered and proud he seeks the wanted tides and laves in height of blood his shining sides his head now freed he tosses to the skies his mane dishevelled o'er his shoulders flies he snuffs the females in the distant plain and springs exulting to his fields again with equal triumph sprightly bold and gay in arms refulgent as the god of day the son of priam glorying in his might rushed forth with hector to the fields of fight and now the warriors passing on the way the graceful paris first excused his stay to whom the noble hector thus replied o chief in blood and now in arms allied thy power in war with justice none contest known is thy courage and thy strength confessed what pity sloth should seize a soul so brave or god like paris live a woman's slave my heart weeps blood at what the trojans say and hopes thy deeds shall wipe the stain away haste then in all their glorious labours share for much they suffer for thy sake in war these ills shall cease when e'er by jove's decree we crown the bowl to heaven and liberty while the proud foe his frustrate triumphs mourns and greece indignant through her seas returns end of book six